Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy Martin Luther King Day, Runaways. We're here with a very special guest. Does Princess Powerful mean anything to you? But we have an important topic, an important question. Whose portrayal was worse this week, Topher's or Gert's? Well, stick around because we have a lot to talk about. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Oh my gosh. Don't want to. What? Very house. I'm feeling it. Here we go. Oh my gosh. What's up, Runaways? We're here for the Runaway season two. Who's life? After show on After Buzz TV. Yes, the life. Yes, the life. Giving us the full fantasy, y'all. I'm your host, Ollie Drennan. I'm joined with an amazing female, powerful, driven panel. Yes, we have... The magical Mina Wahab with me. Hey, we have the tough firecracker, Shay Jones. <laughs> and we have the whimsical, infectious, Megan Lynn. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I'm here for that. And we have, y'all, we have the, the powerful, the beautiful, the talented Allegra Costa with Hello. us. Hello. Girl, thank you so much for joining us. Oh my god, us. anytime. Welcome so back. Happy to be here. You guys are the best. Yes, and we have, we're <laughs> doing like a late belated birthday. I know, you guys are so sweet. They, every time I come here, they always like celebrate my birthday. I love you yes. guys. Yeah. <laughs> we just have to celebrate. You're our first guest this season. Yay. We usually do our initial thoughts about what we thought about the episodes, but we want to know, what are your initial thoughts about, it's been a year, you're on season two, the show is a hit, so <laughs> how have you been, girl? I've been busy. I've been running around, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, honestly, it's been really cool because it's been such a blessing. I've been able to meet and just connect with so many people with this comic book character. And mm-hmm. just the fact that it's impacting so many people and people are loving it. And season two is just such a big roller coaster and mm-hmm. another monster. Um, it's really exciting. Oh, totally, totally. <laughs> well, we got so much to talk about. Also, if you're tuning in live in live chat, you know, get those questions ready for Allegra. We'll try our best to answer them. We have so much to talk about. We're talking about episodes five and six, um, Rock Bottom and Bury Another. So let's get to our first topic, which let's is Topher. So Topher, yes. Topher, the, you have s- such strong ties to the character mm-hmm. of Topher. So he kind of did this kind of betrayal, and it was sure. huge. So, <laughs> girl, we got so much to talk about. <laughs> And I love the juxtaposition between Topher's kind of addiction to the moon rocks and kind of Gert's, I don't want to say addiction, but she needs her pills. So we're seeing like these totally different sides. So For totally different reasons. Absolutely. So what are your guys' thoughts on Topher's arc with Molly? Because it was, it was, (laughs) it got really emotional in this this episode. For sure. I think 
I think this season Molly entails to be to find someone who is a family like a familiar face, a fam- something that she can relate to because everyone is paired up in the season. You have Gert and Chase, you have Nico and Carolina, you have Alex and his computer. You know, <laughs> <laughs> was that Shane? I was just like maybe, maybe Livy. I'm sorry, Livy. I forgot. Like, like, yeah. let's leave her behind. Though. Yeah, like, I love her. Adriana <laughs> was such a sweetheart, by the way. Shout out to Adriana. Um, anyway, uh, so <laughs> then we have just Molly and Molly and all the kids are just really dealing it with their personal relationships that they're going on as you know these young adults and Molly right now is dealing with just wanting to be a superhero and to be this mutant and to be this vigilante and since she doesn't have anyone who like can relate to that or she doesn't have a family she she's looking out for someone who is her biological just yeah. relation and she finds Tover who has the same kind of colored eyes she, who's like a cousin or like a brother to her and she's like oh my god like an epiphany like he's like me <laughs> like um, so it's just like a yin yang like not a yin yang it's like a tug of war almost if you have just like finding this person who is like you and you want to ask them questions and just relate to someone mm-hmm. um um, but then you have your family are the runaways and you just have to know your kind of you have to pick your battles mm-hmm. and that's what Molly's doing totally and we we know that Topher was there on the when Molly's parents died that night yeah with Leslie I know <laughs> <laughs> looking at yeah. you girl Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. What are your guys' thoughts? Because Topher, he's a, oh my gosh, he's been lying to the runaways. For sure. Being shady with Nico, you know, so what did you guys think about yeah. this whole thing? I'm um, oh, I'm wondering if these rocks have some sort of, like, anti-aging serum in them, because he looks exactly the well, same as he did yeah. when you were a kid. Well, he is a vampire. He's the vampire of the show in the comic books. Um, well, he's not a va- he's a modern-day vampire in our show. In yeah. the comic books, he was a legit vampire, um, blue face and everything, Um in this show, I think what they wanted to see is that those rocks can emulate any kind of power, any super ability with uh, just, like, your genetic mutations. So, like, this kid is, like, returning into super young, almost like a, a freeze frame. So that's why it's so much harder when Molly finds out that he was there at the night that his parents were killed and where she was there on the side. It's like, oh, my God, a, a huge betrayal because he's just a liar. But an yeah. impulsive liar just because he needs his... His power, his strength, yeah. his <laughs> dominance over the world. Yeah, and I was, sorry. Oh, I just want to shout out uh, Ivan Soto in the chat. We see you, and thank you so much for participating. Um, he says that as a Hispanic himself, he really uh, was glad to hear you speaking Spanish, <laughs> and he wants me to ask if you liked speaking Spanish a lot this season. Well, a mí me fascina hablar español. I love speaking Spanish. Uh, it's so much fun just to throw it in there. But I love it that we're doing it in a way that it's not like, oh, just like, show pony, like, hola, como estás? And, and like in the middle of a scene, it's more like, oh, she's actually communicating. This is the way that she communicates. Like, um, even though no one else speaks Spanish, this is the way where she keeps, you know, her background, her heritage. Because she's not ashamed of that. She's a character who, her loves where she comes from. Mm-hmm. So it was fun. <laughs> Well, it wasn't fun during that whole when Topher, we got to that scene in the yes. house, lied the whole time about his family. His family, he 
injured his was it his, his father his dad. Right? his dad his dad poor dad he was like in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and bad. then you kind of had a little mini fight scene yeah he threw <laughs> you out of the house he threw me out of the house oh yeah. my gosh that was insane and then but, Nico used to stab on it yeah. Yeah. yeah and then oh my Gert did or not Gert but um didn't Chase try to blast I don't know it was just insane it was, it was yeah he used to on the on the on the trash can yes. yeah for me I was just like Gert why are you just sitting here that's that's the moment <laughs> This is a move moment. This is a you move out. You just like hop to the other side of this like car, this like English car. I'm pretty sure you can just slide on over and hop out the door. You don't have to stay in this car. Mm-hmm. I think to honestly, get first of all, the scene was the in slow motion. Uh, it was in slow motion. Second of all, I think that sometimes when things like that happen, some people just become so paralyzed with fear that they For can't sure. even move. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like what like what could she do in that situation? But it was just so interesting to see. Him still try to rescue her at the like last his rage last, like yeah. it showed that redeeming quality of humanity within him despite mm-hmm. him being possessed by these these rocks in a sense. Yeah. It's almost like, but it's so cool. It's like human nature. Like he knew that he he still respected us because I feel like he also was yearning from a family. That's why Molly and him got along so well because I feel like they both had a sense of like understanding each other in a way, mm-hmm. even though they he. He lied, but it was almost like shooting that was so funny because how uh, you guys were saying it was so intense, like that scene in the house when Chase was about to pick up his sister goes, he actually bumped into the wall and then Renzi was like, yo, you okay? Like, it was so funny. Uh, it was really intense, but I think it was, it was huge. It was a huge moment, especially for Molly, and it was so interesting to play with because you have that scene and then it goes into like a more meaningful scene with Ariella yeah. and um, Nico. It was mm-hmm. really good. Because I feel like with Topher's character, it kind of symbolized what addiction can do to a family. Exactly. And how it can tear apart. And it's just like Molly just wanted to help. And just like Gert said, you saw him for who he was, a person. You just yeah. wanted to help him. And that's what we want to do with people who are struggling with addiction. And for sure, an addiction is like a disease. So like you can't really, even though in this show we weren't playing it as a, like if it was like a, an addiction, it was more like a possession over these superhuman, another world, another fantasy type yeah. of way. But even though it relates to a lot of those topics of like someone out there is just looking to help you and sometimes you can't, you know, you try so, so hard but the push and just push, push back away. So it was a really cool thing to play with so many of those aspects. Like you're also playing a fantasy world and it's immersed with this reality and these real things that people go through every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course you had to dr- throw some shade to Nico. <laughs> <laughs> You're becoming your mama, Nico, with that stab. So we got to watch out for that because that can get dark. I'm a little afraid. Yeah. Um, but it was nice to see also Carolina kind of console Nico after you I had your that. argument. Because yeah. it's funny because I feel like Carolina represents light and mm-hmm. Nico represents darkness. And just because dark, we think of it as a, a bad thing, but I think darkness has redeeming qualities as well. They both kind of yeah. go hand in hand, and I think they, they're they like yin and yang. For sure. That's basically much. what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> and that's what I, I felt about Nico and I's relationship throughout the season. It was very yin and yang, just like I'm very positive, and she's very, like, realistic and down-to-earth, ready to fight, and I think she was the mom. I love it when fans say that I'm Denora's child because <laughs> it's, like, it's so cute, and I love them so much, but I feel like it made... It was such a great choice for the writers and just the creators to have 
me kind of have someone to bounce off her energy and Nika was a perfect one super alpha another alpha of her own kind coming together and really discussing like yo I'm a superhero but yo you're a kid Mm -hmm. and yo I'm trying to protect you from what I've screwed up on for the past blah 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 years Mm -hmm. so it's really cool because Nika loses a sister Amy and I'm like there for her and she Mm -hmm. just doesn't want to lose that and it's really cool throughout the season just to play with that you know Mm So I have another... Uh, oh, go ahead. I was just say, uh, that scene between you and Nico, because it is, especially when you're the older kid and you've made your mistakes, it's almost... What parents do, we always try to protect the kids For from sure. making the same mistakes that we make. Even though you were kind of right about the whole you're turning into your mom thing, it was... It's like, it was very real at that moment because we, you know, we yell at our parents for, like, trying to protect us. We don't want to be protected most of the time, not knowing that after we do kind of do want to be protected and we should have, like, kind of taken it. For sure. And I feel like Molly at that point, she's so filled. And that's the issue. Like, Molly, not the issue, but Molly is so filled with emotion at that point, like, that she can't even think straight to be like, I'm just going to attack you because you just attacked something that meant a lot to me. But it was more of a protection. And I feel like Molly this season she's just ready to take it on and I feel like that's why she's fighting with Nico because she's like I got this you just gotta trust me and let let me go and see what I can do and that's why in episode three she tries to prove herself and be like yo like on my own I'm pretty pretty cool like you, if you just help me out like we could probably do this together but since they're dealing with so much it's like what do you do like you know <laughs> it's like that question over mm-hmm. time <laughs> were you gonna say something uh, yeah so Renji90998 uh says, when Topher lied about finding the rocks in the terrarium, did anyone else think that the lizard might have been Old Lace? (gasps) We actually were laughing because we thought, like, we're like, where's Old Lace? So, like, we were (laughs) laughing. Uh, (laughs) Imagine the lizard was Old Lace. Oh my gosh. I don't know. But that's hilarious. That's a good theory. That's a great theory. Uh, Mind is blown. Mind is blown. (laughs) My mind's also blown at the fact that Gert pretended to be Chase in episode six. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, she, she kind of she kind of did a little little betrayal in a sense because she held that with information, you know. And then even Chase said, told her, if you want to get your meds, I would have helped you, you know. And I feel like something that I love about Gert's character is that she is someone who's struggling with a disorder, mm-hmm. but she knows that she she needs help, you know. Yeah, and so, she yeah. I'm sorry, continue. And she no, knows, and yeah. she and that's why um, and that's why it's really hard because Molly. Molly's just telling her, like, you have this. Like, I'm here for you. And that's why she talks... And that's why Molly talks to Chase, because he's trying to give her advice because she's lived with Gert all these years. Um, medicated or not, she knows that she can do it. Um, and and I, I think that's a hard thing, because sometimes, like, the anxiety... Bo- like, Gert has a really bad case of anxiety in, um, in, this, in the show, but I feel like she's so powerful and so relentless that Molly's just seeing the good of it. Like, Molly always... She's an optimist in the way that she always sees the good of it because of her faith in that everything's going to be okay because, like, we're family, right? Mm-hmm. So she sees Gert, and she's like, yo, like, you're going to be fine without your meds. You're, you just got to get used to the feeling. And that's what she tells Chase. Um, it's hard. So you got to, you know, got to do mm-hmm. what you got to do. And then, oh, it's so difficult. So many, like, different, <laughs> like, layers. I like, so, like, this season has been, like, ooh, like, so many questions. And you're like, ah, I don't know what to do with yeah. that. You just mm-hmm. hit a wall every time. You're like, yeah. are they going to be answered? And then our girl Janet, she came to pick up, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so Janet reunited with her son. But that was kind of a good, I know Chase didn't really like that, but it was a good thing because Janet informed him that Jonah is looking for a new sacrifice. So it was kind of, I'm glad Gert did this in a way, yeah. you know, went behind everyone's back. I don't, I think Chase is 
taking all the anger out that Gert had put on him a little bit and now reversing it. So he, he's like, this is the time I actually get to be angry at you. Yeah. And I get to, like, soak in it. And I'm just like, dude, I need you to, like, stop soaking. It's okay. <laughs> like, it's okay. Like, I understand Greg what... Soaking. Greg soaking. Greg <laughs> soaking. That was really good. That was oh, I didn't even try it. I really didn't. That was just totally a coincidence. Um, uh, however, hashtag Greg soaking. <laughs> however, I feel... He needs to get over it. Like, you, he, he does understand what her, like, being off her meds is doing to her. Like, she didn't really mean not to let you in or not to let you help. She doesn't really, she still hasn't figured out how to ask for it at the same time. I think that's also what great is. She hasn't figured out exactly how fully to, hey, I need help. I really need my meds. I am trying to be strong for Molly, for myself, for you, but mm-hmm. it's not working. Mm-hmm. And I think it might have felt like a job to Chase that she made the decision to involve his mom, but I feel like if we're going to trust any of the pride, it would be Janet. I feel like she's yeah. the one who really has the kids' best interests at heart overall, yeah. and not like just she their individual. Chase's best interests at heart, and she, and with that, she's like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to protect these kids. Like, if Chase is gonna be with these kids, I have to protect them in general." Um, but it's funny that you say that Greg is like soaking, and in a way, Chase's character is still, even though he's the oldest, and even though at the end, you know, he goes bye bye and goes to the pride. It's like we don't, we don't. Oh, sorry, 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 I did not know this. Okay. I feel like Tom Holland right now in every Marvel like interview. Mark, oh, or Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Oh, yeah, oh God. <laughs> the snipers are hey, coming. This, the show's been out for literally a month. Uh, yeah, right? I know. It's so weird when it's binging. Like I don't know what to do. Like I'm like, how could can I say that? Can I not say that? Have they seen it already? <laughs> Region. So about that season three. <laughs> we got questions. Um, so Nicholas Kelly in the chat says, uh, so what he wants to know is. Um, is Topher officially dead, or are we still going to play with his pseudo-vampirism via the Moon Rocks? I have no clue. That's a question. <laughs> you need to ask the writers for going. season three. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just gotta wait and see. What do you think, though? I don't know. Yeah, because was... they left it so open. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't um, think it's the last we've seen of him personally. It can't be. I, I feel like there's so much more that needs to be uncovered, and the fact that he was there when Molly, um, yeah, you her know, parents, yeah, died. yeah. It just I feel like there's something missing there, and a critical piece of evidence that's just going to be like the missing piece of the puzzle yeah. with mm-hmm. Molly's past. We got to still figure out like how you survived <laughs> that, you know? know. Like I, what was this I connection? Feel like he saved her. I, I genuinely feel like he might have theory. been involved and that's why there's some sort of I like f- unspoken bonds between you guys. For me personally, what I'm noticing is that I feel like Topher after that for me this is my theory. After Topher saw that explosion, he found the rocks, he glue and he just glue and he, he ran off into his power. Mm-hmm. I think Molly after that, I don't know what have happened to her. I feel like we still have to find out what happened to Molly after. But I feel like either the Yorks or the parents, but I feel like she kind of powered up. But that's a, that's a mis- that's a that's a question we need to ask for season 3 knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Is like is she a mutant? Is she inhuman? Just that's another theory. Is she invulnerable, like in the comics? Like, and I feel like the fans want to see that because it's so true. The comic book is so true to Molly's DNA, and I feel like there's so much possibilities, and that's why, uh, like season two, and season two, just happened the way it did because I don't know. It's, it left so many open ways for season three. Mm-hmm. Is Topher immortal though? That's the part that I'm not clear about. I have no clue about. Yeah. I, I have no clue. I feel like, 
I don't. I think those rocks. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's just anti aging. Well, I just I think it's anti aging personally because in the, if you're going based on the comics, mm-hmm. after he was killed, he was killed. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't he wasn't revitalized, and then we met Victor Mancha. Yeah. So think about just I don't know. That's what I mm-hmm. think about. I'm like I, I just go through the comics. I just go to the book. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just like ah. we're also geek. We're, we're such geeks about this on set. When we get a script, we just like get, we're in a yeah. text message and we're like, oh my god, did you reference. see this? Did you see this? The reference. What's gonna happen? <laughs> yeah, that, that's. What it's so exciting about the show because you get to expand upon the comments for and sure. really flesh it out, which is so exciting, yeah. especially probably for Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. Um, but I have to ask y'all about the pride. What are your thoughts on the pride at this point? <laughs> because we thought Robert was dead. Remember when Robert? I legit got- killed. Like, <laughs> like quotations. R.I.P. Rest in power, Rest in Robert. Power. Robert, he tried his best to. Yeah, he, he almost after did Jonah. though too. Like, he, I got to give up. That was actually really smart. Give do it you, up. Do, but do you guys think that uh, Robert? Or Robert and the Pride should trust Jonah at this point because, like, Jonah's kind of like, look, he's kind of at his end. At he's, his worst. Yeah. He's, like, begging he's so for help. Weak. So do you, what are your guys' thoughts on should the Pride just join Jonah and just help get that ship up and going? You see, I always, I'm trying to, like, think of things not in the context of good or bad, but... In personal interest, right? <laughs> because we all have characterized Jonah as bad, but is Jonah bad or does Jonah have an obligation to his people mm-hmm. the way that the pride has an obligation to, to their, their people and to their kids? Because we, we don't automatically label the pride as bad because we know everything they've done has mm-hmm. been in the best interest of their kids. Everything Jonah has done has been in the best interest of, of his people. people. Mm-hmm. So... In a way, we're assuming that Jonah is a bad person, and we're assuming that two worlds can't coexist, when in fact, maybe they actually can, and maybe there's a way to have these two worlds merge together. That, that's that was perfectly so beautiful. Said, because I also feel like, I, I completely understand where you're coming from, he's doing the best he he's doing for his people, mm-hmm. for his family, and for Carolina, so that's three motives right there, and... That's initially what the, the pride says. Well, what you know, the pride is doing. They're trying to help. That's why that I think the whole point of the show is that we don't really have a villain yet. So I feel mm-hmm. like that's something that could happen in season three. Um, is that if we get like a true villain uh, to come into the show, because the the families are just doing what's best for their children, and Joan is just doing best for for Carolina. Even though he could be selfish in his own power, yeah, he's just doing it because. He's he's been there for a long time. He's like I gotta I gotta figure this out, you know. Um, I don't know that that could be a really interesting question because I feel like we haven't really established a villain, even though Jonah was villainized in a way just because mm-hmm. of his character and because he was new, like right. you know, and like, because he looks evil. Well, like, because he yeah, he does. He actually looks like he's peeling. It's all it's all all over the place. Uh, but I feel like we tend to attack the thing that's new, but if it's, like, not misunderstood. So he's very much misunderstood. He's still evil. He killed so many children. <laughs> uh, like, let's not forget about that part. Um, but, like, he's just doing what's best for the children. I feel like we need to find a real villain and go back to, like, you know how Marvel comics and Marvel movies do. Like, they bring a villain, you gotta attack it, and you gotta go, you gotta buy, and you become a superhero, you become a man <laughs> and a woman, you yeah. know? I, I almost <laughs> feel if uh, Jonah's character had died, mm-hmm. that that would be worse off for everyone because there would be so many unanswered questions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that where do they go from there if the world is going to eventually end? I feel like Jonah yeah. has to be kept alive, in mm-hmm. a sense, almost as, like, 
like a an object of study, yeah. <laughs> just so that they can get the answers to to um, to save the world. If that really is their end goal or their mission, yeah. I don't want to see them kill Jonah, but I think they need to knock him down a level because he's pulling all the strings. And I would love to see someone like Robert pulling the strings, or particularly Janet. And I feel like she's yeah. getting there. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Janet. She's mm-hmm. the only one in the Pride I like truly, truly trust. But I feel like I keep also pulling at strings for a reason to find Jonah redeemable. Mm -hmm. And I just can't because I think character comes down to what do you do when you're at your worst? How do you treat others? And he results to killing other people. Exactly. It's like, isn't the best. Kidnapping Jeffrey. (laughs) And he acts out and he hurts (laughs) people and he gets so angry and vicious. Yeah. 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 I love that statement about characters like what you do at your worst or when no one is watching. And how you treat the people who are below you. And he has these powers that are innate. Mm -hmm. It's like Molly has powers that are innate. But for other people like Chase, it's something external to him. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But the powers that Jonah has, he can leverage above other people. And he's doing that constantly as it suits him. Mm -hmm. And I agree with that. I feel I really do want to like Jonah sometimes. (laughs) I really do. Because it's like she was saying... He's doing it for his people, so you can actually find the reason behind. Okay, I can I can connect with you at least on that front. But it's also what you said: what you do at your worst and how you treat people mm-hmm. is a test of who you are as a person. And you saying you don't need Jeffrey and Catherine no more just to turn around and kill Jeffrey and Catherine. Okay, because <laughs> <laughs> firstly, you killed the dude at the gym. Why didn't you just take him? What was the point of actually going to get Jeffrey? Yeah. I feel yeah. like I feel like that's my reason. I need to understand why did you get Jeffrey? Why did you have to kill the kid? Well, the, I think he killed Jeffrey for him to be the new sacrifice. No, the, no I, was, I, I get that. Yeah. I get the whole sacrifice thing. Because he was desperate. Boy was desperate. He was scaly. Okay, but you couldn't get the dude you just knocked out with the weight? <laughs> like, I'm just saying. I I feel like you, for, you have I feel to go like, to that extreme for yeah, me. Yeah, I feel like for Jonah, he's just so impulsive. And he'll just attack something firsthand. He's like just like a, an animal. He'll just go for something and and just get it when he's at his worst. And it's, yeah. Um, but I feel like the for me, I think that the reason why he might have gotten Jeffrey is because he's like very Jeffrey's a big, strong man, and yeah. he's very capable of taking down anyone. He's always ready, prepared. He has a strong mindset, mm-hmm. and that's where Alex gets a lot of his you know innate ability and and his mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of reasons Alex get his ability to be super hyper intelligent and super knowledgeable. So I feel like going for the Jonah's going for a prey, but a soup like a like the best prey, like that's there is predator. like the finest meat, you know, like it's like if you think about it, it's like range like it's just perfect. It's organic, you know, it's like there for him to grab. Um yeah. so I feel like he's just going for the best option. So I think yeah. he just killed that guy out of impulse and then he got mm. Jeffrey and he was like, This is the guy, yeah. he's super strong and I can have his you know, his juice of whatever yeah. health Thing, you especially, know? Yeah. especially <laughs> since he knew that the Wilders weren't on, in his favor anyway. So for he's sure, like, you're expendable basically. For exactly, me. and it worked out for the Runaways and Alex because now y'all got Jeffrey <laughs> in your side in a straight jacket. <laughs> yes, so yeah. we're gonna have some fun with that. But I also, I also just love this episode because I love seeing the Runaways work together. Now, finally, you're finally ran away, but yes. now you have to be a, this cohesive unit despite the struggles that you have with the parents butting in and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but things are about to go down. Yeah. <laughs> After everything worked out successfully, successfully, Carolina with her light show, 
Uh, um, <laughs> those are so pretty, by the way. Oh my god, I oh love it. It's like the northern lights the, up in the yeah. turret. <laughs> it's like the Aurealis. Yeah, so Aurora like, Borealis. Yeah. There's your science lesson for the day. <laughs> the more you know. Um, Carol, the episode ends, episode six ends with Carolina confessing to Nico that she's been seeing yeah. Jonah. She also spills some more tea about Jonah was the one who killed Amy. I know. Mic drop. Mm. Did you see her face the yes. moment she told her? It's just like... <sighs> Like in it was peril. stone like cold. Was stone cold, like lifeless. Like mm-hmm. everything got out. It, whew, it was Whew. a switch. So we already know episode seven's going to be crazy. Crazy. The chat's already saying, Nina, yeah. they, what did they say the, about the it? The chat's basically <laughs> saying, you are not ready for episode seven at all yet. Um, <laughs> don't tell us. People, I don't want to be People are also saying <laughs> that uh, Molly is a gifted, kind of like the show going on right now, that that's oh. what she can be compared to. People asking if she's a mutant. Um... And Good questions. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I would like to know too. <laughs> and everyone's like commenting about Nico's look of death. LOL. Oh my like, god! Yeah, just the stone well, no, sir, it was seriously. It was going to be like Jonas about to die. That was that, that was the phase. She's but, about to be going off with that stuff. Someone needs to yes. make a meme of like that moment where she turns her face from like really happy to like stone cold and just put them yeah. in the auto song "Stone Cold." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the Kill Bill theme. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> Oh, oh man. man! Well, we're, we're okay. Was something? it just me or did anybody else love Frank in these two episodes? Oh, like yeah. Frank was everything. Like the whole shining comment. I'm just like I'm falling more in love with you now, Frank. Just a little bit because you're funny and you're hilarious. I'm still yeah. mad at Frank for going to Jonah in the first place and ratting out the kids. I was absolutely okay. shocked. I think he's yeah. power hungry. I think he's I upset because Leslie's always bit. worn the pants in the relationship and the family, and Carolina's not really mm-hmm. his kid, and he's like, well, screw it, I'll take the church. We gotta watch him, because he's not in the pride, obviously, so mm-hmm. he's doing something, because he mm-hmm. he wants power. He, he's power-hungry, but I don't he think he's making spark. <laughs> I think the difference between him and Leslie is, I don't really like Leslie either, but I think she knows what she's doing, and yeah. I think he has no idea what he's getting into. Mm-hmm. I also think that the fact that none of the members of Pride are actually being openly communicative and honest with each other is why they haven't made as much, <laughs> much progress, progress. <laughs> as they could. And it's the same exact thing that's going on with the Runaways yeah. now. Each person is trying to figure out this this piece of the puzzle individually mm-hmm. yeah. instead of being clearly open and honest and saying, this is what I'm figuring out. Yeah. I know this may go against your beliefs, but I have to do this for me and for mm-hmm. us. Exactly. And instead of coming together as a unit and saying, this is what we're doing, they could have made so much progress and by now. I feel like that's what Molly's trying to, is pushing for. She's like, I want to be a superhero. Let's go fight this. Let's just <laughs> accomplish this now. Mm-hmm. Because if now we have so many things to figure out. So And so many of the lovey-dovey stuff that we have to figure out, obviously. It's human nature. But Molly's like, I'm a superhero. I'm a born superhero. You could do that too. And you're trying to train us. Let's go. Let's kick ass. And like, mm-hmm. let's just create this whole new world where we could just live up for ourselves. And that's where she's fighting against mm-hmm. everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's why she cause, does feel isolated from the whole Runaways. Because she has a completely different mentality than yeah. all of the other ones because she's not in this relationship but she's also ready for a relationship with the world. Yeah. And, I love that. Um, yeah. She's just ready to take it on. Y'all just need to have a kumbaya yeah. moment. A kumbaya. <laughs> Throw some marshmallows on a fire or something. I feel like Molly you had know, that with, open up. with Gert and that's what I love so much was that conversation when Gert was telling you how much integrity you have and how yeah, you've like, fully like, blossomed and turned into like 
you're turning into an adult and you're maturing. I thought it was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And Molly's every like the most scene, mature one out of all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and every scene in which you cry, it's like such an authentic performance oh, and so powerful. You. I think you're doing an incredible oh, job wow. on this show. Thank you, guys. you really are. I appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm curious if you kind of like knowing what you know and looking at it from an outsider perspective could go in and give Molly advice. What would you tell her? It's so hard. That that's such a good question because I feel that Molly and I are very similar, but I feel like right now I feel like she needs to just breathe and just really take it all in. Because if right now she's dealing with her own motives, her own goals, she needs to understand why other people aren't listening to her. And I got a great note as an actress from Larry Tang who directed episode three. He's like, what makes Molly so smart is that she knows how to talk to adults and get them to listen to her. And I feel like sometimes she loses that because she's talking not to adults, she's talking to teens who Mm -hmm. are just older, who are acting as though they're her parents. So she has to talk to them in a way where they can understand what she's feeling, and that's what happens towards, you know, the end. I'm not going to spoil anything again. (laughs) But towards the end, it's just like to realize that the youth have so much power in what they're Mm -hmm. saying, and Mm -hmm. um, especially coming from a girl who, like, is naturally street smart. And I feel mm-hmm. like I would love uh, season three for to play with Molly's natural street smart because, I mean, she's, she's just very capable of it. So I think my go- my advice would be just breathe and take it yeah. in and Ooh. listen. That's Definitely. awesome. I think it's so interesting because Molly knows the least about where she comes from, mm-hmm. but she also seems to know herself the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Well, we usually do a special segment, segment, but we're running a little low on time. We usually do our comic book corner, but that's totally fine. Legwork, you're here, so we have this perfect opportunity to ask you more questions. Let's do it. So this is all about Allegra Costa right now. Oh, wow. So this, this is, we're doing the new segment. So my question for you, because I remember when you, heard, you were here last year. Yes. Um, you were like, I want a fight scene. I remember that. <laughs> and you find, I just want to fight somebody. Exactly. And you finally got one in episode two. You shared it with uh, Nico. Yes. It was episode two, right? Nico. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. Lyrica, yeah. So it was you, Lyrica, Brittany, <laughs> and Virginia. So how was that for you? Like, with the comments? and just being just like in the moment well it was so much fun I remember it was a small rehearsal because it wasn't a huge fight it was just like a a more power induced like emotional fight Um, but my I thought that was my I had a stunt double who like actually was flung from the air into the water and Mm -hmm. I had the the cool thing is that they let me do all the water stuff because I used to be a swimmer and I it was just really fun to like do the scuba training before in the pool like scuba (laughs) in the pool like what Um, and just like hold my breath and like pretend to punch I remember holding it for a while and they're like the stunt double came up to me after and she was like Tara she was like oh my god you actually hold your breath for a long time and I'm like thank you but it was so much fun and I just love, I, I love, you know, the pool and the ocean, so it was just fun to, like, be in the water and be like, ooh, like, I'm in the water, and I'm shooting a show. It was just really fun. Nice. Any more questions you got going? Any from the chat that you are guys we are gonna seeing? Get, if there is a season three, would you like Molly to have a relationship, like her own personal oh. one? That's really cool to say, because I feel like she's coming into this, um, she's coming of age, in a way. I, I've said this a while because a, a lot of fans brought it up to me and like also with the new comics I would love for the introduction well for an introduction of Molly to have a just like a relationship within a, someone who's like her like mm-hmm. like if it was Victor Mancha for say like to have like just like these young two superheroes come together and just like that'd be cool 
That'd be cool mm-hmm. to play with because I've never had to play with that on set before, and I would have a relationship. Maybe they'll listen to me now that I'm, <laughs> <laughs> that I'm in a relationship. But only if Victor's headless. Just <laughs> <laughs> like petting him and being like, oh, God. Oh my gosh, I love it. If there were any side characters you could have be on the show more, who would you want to be on? Oh, if I could cross over the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I would love Sherry from Black Panther because mm-hmm. I feel like her and I would just like bond and like we would just, I don't know. I love some of these characters like Spider-Man it would be so cool mm-hmm. to have like Tom Holland in there because it's just like youth or Miles Morales if he was like a live action mm-hmm. character oh, so many um, <laughs> possibilities I know some Endless, people though. are hoping for Cloak and Dagger to cross oh. over Cloak and Dagger yes Dude. well I love Olivia and Aubrey they're so sweet and it's coming that would be cool <laughs> that's my prediction yeah. cool. that's my prediction for I think week. within the show it would be hilarious to have Eiffel on more oh yeah. because I love that one scene where she's talking to the pride of her lawyer oh my gosh first of all you're, you're like 16, 17 you have your own like two parts you only have one you have two do I need like a lawyer do I get immunity for this I just I love her essence like I yeah. love like even though you want to hate Eiffel sometimes you just gotta love the spirit of who she is like if person. she was like on a hike up to the Hollywood side and she runs into the house and somehow got involved in all the madness oh like like God. what are you guys doing here like <laughs> this is gross <laughs> I love how mighty have fallen <laughs> I love the imaginary shopping scene like one second I have to imaginary online shop okay <laughs> <laughs> That'd Hashtag stop Eiffel. <laughs> are there any more questions before we um, move on? I asked if there are any more questions for Molly here. Uh, people are like really excited in the cat in, in the chat. Um, <laughs> uh, there, some Ivan said I think Runaways uh, is kind of like a light show, um, and they were like arguing about how the MCU and the Gifted are not connected, and that it's, it's called Fox, it's, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's called like something other than. Uh, being gifted, I forgot what it's called. Uh, like what Molly's character would be called in that universe. Well, um, no. But people are excited. Like they're excited that you're here. Happy birthday! Yes. 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 Um, yeah. Thank you for answering all totally. the questions so thank like you. in depth for all yeah. of us. I, yeah. And if you, you have any, yeah, if you have any more questions, you can always tweet her. You know, just like hit her up. She's there to answer <laughs> you. Um, so let's get to our predictions real quick. Oh, you know. Fire some predictions. Some Don't you love that? Oh, it's all spooky. <laughs> oh, one of our um, afterwards people said, "Tell Allegra she's a queen." So you're a queen. Oh, thank you. I love you too. <laughs> all right, quick predictions. Let's do this. Who's up first? Megan. Shane? I I'm ready. <laughs> I think Topher is still alive, 100. percent and I think that Molly and Topher really balance each other out really well in the same way that Nico and Carolina do in the sense that you're kind of harnessing the powers more for good and he doesn't really have a hold of them. So I'd love to see that relationship develop and to see his backstory develop too. Okay. Um, my prediction is it's going to be ridiculous. Um, the next, I don't, I'm, not even re- I'm not even ready. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I'm really terrified because of just Nico's look. And I'm just like, it's going to go down. Yeah. I do want to see more of Janet. I want to see how she's going to use her knowledge with Victor's help because she got him out of the two, which is like, come on, queen. Mm-hmm. Yes, let's do it. Um, I'm just, I want to see more of Janet. Happy birthday to you. So sweet. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Allegra. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> I'm narrating everything. 
Yes. Uh, yay! Oh, Happy, happy birthday. Oh, you guys are always so sweet. <laughs> yeah, we'll have fun with that later. Yeah. Yeah, we'll <laughs> Sorry about that. Podcast <laughs> people. Allegra just, uh, we just surprised her with a cake because it was her birthday last month. <laughs> yes. oh. so, yeah. So sorry about that. We interviewed our, we interrupted our uh, predictions. Hey, you guys are so sweet. Oh my God. Uh, Mina, what are your predictions? Um, I think that there's going to be a point where the runaways become more authentic with each other just because they're going to keep running into the same problems yeah. until they all fess mm-hmm. up, and I think there's going to be a moment <laughs> where Carolina's like, yeah, guys, I went to the dig site, and this happened, and then someone else is going to say, yeah, I did this on my own, yeah, I did this, and it's going to be this thing like, okay, guys, we really need to work together. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's going to be one of those moments. Uh, I wish I could say the same for the Pride, but I don't think the Pride is going to open up in the same way with each other, mm. and I think that's what's going to hold them back. Um and I think, oh, I don't even know what's going on with Frank, but I don't want to know anymore. <laughs> I'm watching you, Frank. Y'all just need to have start like a group text or something, make things easier for yourself. I think yeah. the only thing that I'm predicting is that Nico is pissed. And she's going to go after Jonah now that she knows yeah. the team, mm. you know? So I And people in the chat are saying, like, episode yeah. seven's crazy, so I'm like, we're, like, halfway through the season. How is this already, like, we already know this is, like, I about think, to go down? I think, honestly, there's so much power now because of the staff. Sure. And I think it's like Nico's knowledge of that power mixed with her fury is going to be a very volatile combination. That's all I have to say. I haven't seen anything oh yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm been Tina. Oh my god! <laughs> Before we leave, though, we have to let you know to please enter our giveaway. We have a signed co- it's comic so book. Beautiful. So beautiful. It is the, hard uh, copy. the good die young. So Shay. Spill some tea on how you can win this comic and other prizes real quick. So how you can win this comic and other prizes is, if you're watching us right now on YouTube, leave a comment with a five star and a comment of why you love the show so much because we know you do because you're watching us right now. <laughs> if you're listening to us on iTunes, leave, a, leave us a five star rating because we have to have your username to be able to reach you at the end to give you the prize. Um, we will be shipping everything to you guys, whoever wins, but you have to be here in the United States. I do not do international shipping. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love you, internationals, but I can't ship to you. <laughs> I don't have the money. Um, but yeah, that's how you're going to win. Is We have a lot of prizes to give away. This is the grand prize, but you know, we have some little tricks above our own sleeve. You're going to be super happy with if yes. you win one. And um, I think Allegra is going to sign it, maybe. I was about to ask, Allegra. can I sign yeah. it? Yes. <laughs> totally. It's going to be amazing. But we have to wrap up now, unfortunately. Allegra, thank you so much for thank joining us. Thank you so much. Us. You guys are so sweet. I appreciate it. You're I just want to say everyone in After Buzz is listening right now. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's such a pleasure. Where can we find you on social media? And have anything, any other projects coming up that you'd like to plug? Um... I, I just wanted to let you guys know that my uh, Instagram is Allegra Costa and Twitter Allegra Costa. This kink keeps falling. I'm so sorry. I keep <laughs> You're on fine. fidgeting so with fine. it. Uh, <laughs> no, just stay tuned. There's so many more fun projects Ooh. I have coming up. Cannot wait. <laughs> panel, my wonderful panel, where can we find you on social media? Hey, everyone. I'm Mina Wahab. You can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic or go to my website, MinaMakesMagic.com. Hey, guys. You can find me at Real Shay Jones on Twitter and Instagram. Tomorrow, Good Trouble. And on Sundays now, I'm doing Black Monday, and it is crazy. <laughs> yes, y'all can check. also catch me on yeah, Good Trouble tomorrow. Very excited for that. Yes, we do. <laughs> and y'all can find me at Megan Lynn TV. Send me your theories about the show. I'm really curious. Yes, and I'm Ollie Drennan. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. And check me out on the RuPaul's Drag Race after show on After Buzz TV on Sundays. Um, Allegra, thank you so much. Well, you are you. such a, It's such a joy to have you. And, and again... 
Um, until then, we will cover episodes seven and eight tomorrow. We have another special guest. Yes, we do. We love you, Runaways. Until next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.